In our ongoing efforts to educate and communicate, we feature our healthcare providers in conversation on Shepherd Center Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Chronic pain is such an extremely complex and poorly understood medical problem that can have such profound effects on your physical and mental well-being. Uncontrolled pain can impact all the aspects of your daily activities, but how do you know when it's time to see a pain specialist? My guest today is Dr. James Liatis. He's a physiatrist in the Dean Stroud Spine and Pain Institute at Shepherd Center. Dr. Liatis, I'm so glad to have you with us as this is such a huge problem in this country today is uncontrolled pain and pain management. Tell us a little bit about pain itself, chronic, acute, what's the difference? And because pain is somewhat subjective, how do you even measure it? How do you know how much pain someone's in? Those are all great questions. So let me get to, to your first one. Most of the kind of governing bodies in terms of managing pain say that chronic pain starts when a pain has been present for more than six months. You know, some of the other aspects of it are kind of some of the same things you've already touched on is that really it becomes a chronic pain when it starts to affect the other aspects of your life. So well, once it's starting to become something that's affecting the way you're sleeping or limiting you from your activities, that's when either it's made that six-month mark or it is affecting enough other portions of your life that it starts to become something that is chronic and, and really to the point where it needs to have something done about it. The other question that you asked, uh, asked me about was how we measure pain. And that's, uh, that's a very challenging thing because it is somewhat subjective. And so everyone has different levels of uh, pain scores. And so we rely somewhat on the patient's uh, story saying, you know, what their pains are. And we use different scales for that. There's a visual analog scale or various other scales that uh, try and look at both pain and function. But oftentimes we'll also use some of the larger measurement tools like the BPI and a few other scales that look at uh, how pain is affecting the aspects of your life. And so that gives us a little bit more of a trackable number as opposed to just whether your pain is an 8 out of 10 or a, a 5 out of 10. Well, thanks for clearing that up for us. So someone knows that it's time to see a pain specialist when it starts affecting their daily life and their function. So tell us what it's like. How do you work with a patient? Discuss for us your multifaceted approach to pain disorders. What are some of the first things that you do, doctor, when someone comes to you at the Spine and Pain Institute? So one of the first things that we work on is trying to figure out what the diagnosis is because that's going to really drive a lot of the treatment options that are available to them. Um, once we've uh, honed down, and, and oftentimes uh, for people that are coming to us, they've already kind of got an idea of what the issue is, um, but not always. So, so some of that first, uh, first meeting that we have with the patient is understanding what's causing their pain and figuring out if we need to do additional testing to try and answer that question. Um, once we have a diagnosis established, then we start working on the various modalities that we can offer them to try and help with their pain. And uh, as you touched on earlier, you know, some of that is medications. Um, there certainly are a lot of other medications outside of the, the world of opioids. Um, opioids are one option, but not the only option. Um, so one option is medications. We're very focused on physical function here. And so a big portion is getting back to those activities. So we have a physical therapist here in our office who works with the majority of our patients uh, that are at least here locally that can uh, be able to come frequently enough to see him. Uh, we also work on some of the other effects that pain has on individuals' lives, like the psychological factors. And for that reason, we also have a pain psychologist that works in our office that many of our patients will see to try and work on some of the other ways that we can manage and control pain uh, outside of medications. 
And then the other arm that we have available to us uh, is procedures. And so depending on what's causing the pain, there's a various techniques that we could utilize to try and help with it. How interesting that you mention a pain psychologist and, and all of these options. Let's talk about some of those. If medication or if someone has a question about opioids, they don't really want to use that as their choice. Tell us some of those procedural type approaches to pain management because there are so many on the Shepherd Spine and Pain Institute website. My goodness. Tell us about some of these and what are they intended to do? Yeah, so absolutely. So there's, there's a ton of different um, options in terms of I- injections or procedures that can be done, and it really depends on what your complaint is. Probably the uh, largest chronic pain complaint is chronic low back pain, and um, for that one, it really depends on the type of pain you have. So some potential options would be uh, epidural steroid injections, uh, sometimes uh, targeted injections to work on what are called the facet joints, um, which is really more of a technique done for uh, pain that's just in the back, whereas the epidurals are done more for back and leg pain. Uh, and then it, it can be more advanced than that. So we also look at, uh, at implantable devices such as intrathecal pumps where a medication is put directly into the spinal fluid uh, or a spinal cord stimulator where uh, electricity is directed to the posterior aspect of the spinal cord to be able to decrease pain signaling. Wow. It really is amazing what you can do for people today. So to touch back, Dr. Liatis, on some of the cognitive and behavioral things that you can try with people, tell us a little bit about where that fits in, whether it's meditation, relaxation, exercise, and I'm sure people have questions about some of the herbal supplements or stem cells, some of the alternative therapies. Touch on some of those for us, if you would. Yeah, absolutely. So those are kind of all the other parts that I think make us a, a really well-rounded center is that we have access to a lot of those things that you're mentioning. So, you, you know, none of these, uh, the pain complaint, typically when it's acute pain is really just pain. When it starts to become more chronic, it starts to affect a lot of other parts of life. And so that's when mobility starts to decrease. We know that in patients that have had chronic pain, yeah, even looking at controlled samples before they had pain, and afterwards, they have a significantly higher risk for having depression and anxiety as a result of that pain. And so there are, we know that pain on a chronic standpoint starts to affect multiple aspects of patients' lives. And so that's why we have those other tools available to us. As we start getting people feeling better with procedures, medications, uh, oftentimes we'll get them involved in physical therapy so they can start getting back to the level of mobility and function that they want to be at. And for many people, it's challenging to do on their own, so having someone guide them through that process is extremely helpful. But sometimes that, that is also an early step where we start that before we even consider some of the procedural aspects. So it really depends on what someone's been through from the standpoint of how their pain treatment has gone. Not every one of our patients sees a pain psychologist, but it's a very good opportunity to, to have an access to that. Our pain psychologist does work on a lot of those things you mentioned. So uh, working on patients, working on biofeedback, which is a technique to try and decrease your body's response to a painful stimulus, uh, working on things like meditation and relaxation, which can be very helpful with, uh, with helping to reduce pain in ways that don't involve medications, don't involve procedures, and are things that people can have access to at any time that they need it. Wow, such great information and so many choices and ways to approach pain. Tell us about your team at the Dean Stroud Spine and Pain Institute at Shepherd Center. Absolutely. So our team is uh, 
quite big. We just we just had uh, it's it's currently pain month, so we had our big group picture today. Um, we have nurses and medical assistants as kind of the frontline staffing of our team. After that, as we mentioned, we have a pain psychologist and uh, physical therapist that work directly in our departments and work closely with us. And then we also have myself and my partner, Eric Shaw, as the two physicians in the team. As we wrap up, Dr. Liatis, give us your best advice. So many people, as we said, suffer from pain. They can't always quite describe it. It may not be exactly in the place they think it is. It it's so subjective and confusing. Tell us what you'd like us to know about pain management and the options available at Shepherd Center. Yeah, absolutely. What I would say is that there are quite a few options available. A lot of people shy away from uh, from asking their primary care physician or for, for even uh, coming in for self-referrals because they're concerned that they may not want to be on these types of medications like opioids, that they don't want to uh, have procedures done. And there are a lot more things available to them than just those things. And so what I would say is to someone who's out there having pain to reach out, to talk with your family uh, practitioner, or to look at our website and see if you can, uh, depending on how your insurance plan works, um, self-refer to see us here in our clinic, because I think there are a lot of good options that we can do, and I don't think people should have to live with with the pain that they're having. Great information. Thank you so much, Dr. Liatis, for coming on and sharing your expertise. Thank you again. And that wraps up this episode of Shepherd Center Radio. Head on over to our website at shepherdpaininstitute.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast as informative and helpful as I did, please share with friends and family. I'm sure you know people that are suffering from chronic pain, and there are so many options to help them so that they don't have to suffer and their daily activities can resume the way that they would like them to. And don't miss all the other interesting podcasts in the Shepherd Center Library. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.